wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you You've been listening to Funny AM Radio? No, I, I, it's tough to, to get that station. Uh, uh, it's too far away. But I, I, I was getting it before, but as, some, at night it doesn't when I've been in the car more. So have you, is it actually switched formats yet? Yes. <laughs> How bad is it? I don't know. Clean stand-up. I turned it on once to hurt myself, and it was somebody Wait, talking, what are you guys about, talking iPhone. about This was something you were mentioning, that yeah. your radio station TSN is now a stand-up comedy channel? TSN 1290 like is Winnipeg 24-7 sports talk radio. You know, it's not the best, but hey, it's, a, it's all we got, you know? And oh, so, so the sports radio station that Bell canceled. Bell canceled Vancouver, <laughs> Hamilton, Winnipeg, all our sports talk. So they canceled it. And this is what the comedy, the stand up comedy radio station took over the airwaves. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, it cost everywhere. money to get those airwaves? No, we, Bell's pro- got so many that they probably have to, you know. Uh, it's like how you, like a political party has to, like, you know, the conservatives provincially run somebody run a second year law student up in uh, Churchill to get destroyed you know who's never been up there never will go up there but he's running yeah. you know to say that you have somebody in every district you know uh, gotcha. I'm sure you know Bell's gotta use it or lose it right you know so they're putting stand up comedian sketches on the radio they're just hitting play. AM radio rather than having Clean. you know yeah. phone screeners producers hosts everything that costs money right Someone in Toronto hits play. Oh, we should call them. There's no phone number. No, I mean, we should get on that station. I don't think it's local. Otherwise, it'd be nothing but Big Daddy Taz. (laughs) You just want to get in on everything now. Yeah, right now. Me? Yeah, I'm I'm ready to take over the airwaves. So we could do that. I like... You think there's an opening for sports talk? A local I think podcast? the window might have already passed. I think yeah. that I think just because Winnipeg lost its sports talk radio show, totally unexpectedly, unannounced, mm-hmm. on like a on a Friday night, I feel like just because of what we do and how stupid we are and how many loser friends we have that are hilarious, <laughs> that we literally could have had a the Winnipeg sports podcast on Sunday. And if you're the first person promoting it and you spend eleven ninety five on Facebook, every person in Manitoba would see that ad. Because well, Facebook ads are invincible. I think the time to do that would have been in 2011 when the Jets came back. I was I was thinking about doing that. No, the time to do it is right when no, they cancel the sports yeah, station. All the sports guys have their own like YouTube channels and, and podcasts. Like they, Nobody they follows them. Already. Nobody oh, follows. sure they do. I follow like... Andrew Patterson on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. Who's he, a real estate agent? <laughs> Does he sell Subarus? Jim Patterson, Andrew Patterson, Subaru? He, he was the drive time host. Because <laughs> he sells Subarus. <laughs> so, as I was saying, you're popular. People are confiding in me these days, you know? Um, and that might be because I'm, I'm, be- I'm getting a calling. Uh, to the Lord. Yes, I've got keys to the Catholic Church in town, and I got control of their social media, Carter. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, 
I am three steps away from the Pope. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I'm, I was driving home Bakersfield Sunday morning when the preacher said, you always got the Lord by your side. That's how I feel right now. I am bathing in the light of the Lord. No, no, so what happened? It's my good friend, Mark, who's a, he's a pretty great musician, but he's, he's very, very Catholic and, uh, the local priest is a bit of a celebrity here. He's a real character, like real character. Smokes cigars, drinks whiskey. He's just a, just a hoot. Um, good guy. Uh, have no, I rarely see him because I have no reason to cross paths. But Mark's really into it, and they started streaming their services, and they've kind of gotten really, like, really. No offense, I like the the priest Paul. Uh, wait, Father Paul. There we go. Now I'm using my proper terms. Uh, I like him. Like he's great, but like he's got hundreds of views in real time. Ooh. And then like, like at, we did. A, I did a stream this morning, and there's like three thousand people. Three thousand people saw it today. And the average watch time is like eight and a half minutes, which is pretty long for a live stream. Absolutely. Um, and. Uh, yeah, this guy's like big time. He's and he's got people all over North America tuning in. So they were. I'm getting pretty good at streaming, and I have a bunch of equipment. And I got the Arts Council to buy some, and so they said, "Oh, could you help us?" So I just went and brought my whole setup one day because I like trying new things and new angles and mm-hmm. different lights. And we set it up, and well, it was, was just thinking like a more studio. like new angles, like looking for a new grift. Oh no, no, I don't. I told them I don't want money. I said I'm just doing it to make uh, Lisa's. Lisa's parents happy. They'll be so thrilled that I went there. I won't need to go much after, but right, it was great. It's like it's like everywhere I go, I always get keys to places. He's like, here, here's the keys. Take them. Just come in and set it up. Do whatever you need. If you need to borrow stuff, just take it. Swap it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> go nuts. Make it look good. It's like, okay. And then he's like, here, I'll add you to his administrator on the church group. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, I do not envy his job. He really takes care of a lot of people, man. I mean, this, I don't know. It's not, no, this isn't off the record, but there's a lot of like forgotten people. Like there are old people that all of their friends have died and there's, and this is what they've got. They they get up for this community. It's really, I didn't because like, you kind of just don't pay attention to people like that. But there was like, and the people commenting on the stream, and then you creep their profiles and stuff, and it's like, oh, these people are alone. You know, it's like it's actually kind of nice. It was a little bit, uh, it was a little bit depressing <laughs> seeing all these people watching it. But uh, yeah, so anyways, I, I got keys to the Catholic Church right now. And I could post whatever I want on their the social media page as the priest. Ooh, you're gonna be the next Reverend Travis Clark. Well, I'm thinking if he ever gets sick for a weekend or something, I could just—I mean, I've already got the keys and I got the stream. I could just go up there and wing it, eh? <laughs> I think I know where the robes are. There's a whole stack of them. <laughs> now I could also go into the church and make a movie. Well, maybe okay, a, okay, this is getting... Maybe a, well, I, I called you the next, uh, that that priest, because he's the guy in Louisiana who uh, filmed himself having sex with two dominatrixes right on the whoa. altar. 
Reverend oh, I did Travis not get Clark. that reference. <laughs> yeah, no, this was just uh, October of last year there. He had the keys, he went in, and he got arrested with public obscenity. And the archbishop like... called him deplorable and demonic. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh demons, yeah. Demons, and then he got yeah. a big cyst by his butt. <laughs> he had the demons. <laughs> Two women. It was very weird being in a church. I've gone to two services in two days. <laughs> it's really, really, really weird. Because I was like brought up Catholic and got communion, kind of, and then got kind of kicked out of catechism. But it's still like burnt into you, like completely. They like <laughs> corrupted my brain by the time I was six. Because, like, I remember all of it. Like, all of it. I can't imagine. Like, Lisa won't even go in. I was like, oh, come in. I need to pick me up. We're going to go to Subway or whatever. And she just, like, looks in. She's like, ugh. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> she had to go to Catholic school. Ooh. And her parents are, like, big time. Oh, no wonder why <laughs> she's with you. Rebelling. <laughs> so she's with yep. the bad boy. <laughs> I'm James D. Yeah. <laughs> the bad boy. No. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I'm such a bad boy, right? Yeah. The keys to the kingdom. Yep. Mm, I could go to Johnny's and I could go to the church <laughs> there in my house within one block. And then I could go disc golfing. You know whose house living... you can't go to? Cliff Andres! Mm. No! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> I don't know. I just told off someone new on Facebook. It was fun. I didn't even tell him off. No, he, he wanted to know... Uh, he's like, ooh, town hall and Flin Flon, but they won't say when the meeting is. Bunch of liberals. <laughs> this is literally, so our school board is like redoing the school day kind of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they, they put out a, a poster saying the, like, oh, this is what we want to do and blah, blah, blah. This is the pros and cons of each way. And like somebody just took a screenshot of it, of the page. And it's very clear where it came from. It's from the FFSD page or whatever. And then shared it on, like, the, the Dauphin Talk group of Flin Flon, Flin Flon Talk, you know? And this guy's like, they don't even have dates on the poster. Must be the damn liberals. <laughs> it's like, okay, wait, wait, wait. First of all, it's a locally elected body. It's a school board. It has nothing to do with any political party. Like, come on. These are, like, simple people running for the school board in Flin Flon, you know? Good people yeah. doing, they're just trying to. Help. Not doing God's work like wants. you, but close, close. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, and I maybe I could just, maybe I could be the shaman. I could call my buddy who's getting the surgery and bring him to the church and say we're going to perform a ritual here. We're going to remove <laughs> the demon. Uh, anyway, so uh, um, what were we going on with here? What was I talking about? Cliff Andres. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Right, so. So uh, they, they he blamed the liberals because he couldn't read the date on the poster, and uh, every, everything was the liberals' fault. And I was like, "Well, we have we have a we have a conservative provincial government, and our riding is NDP, and our school board is local, and none of them are liberal. But somehow, I guess this is Trudeau's fault, you know. And I just I, and I just went into it. I was like, "What a dim-witted." divisive garbage comment. <laughs> I think that's exactly what I said to him. I was like, this is such a divisive crap comment. You know, not everything. And then I did the the, the jerky uppercase lowercase thing. We're like, oh, I like you're gonna 
I like how you made it sound like you're gonna stop after the first <laughs> part, like, and then it just kept in the end. That, yeah, I don't think he was Not meaning a, the liberal awesome. political yeah. party. I think he was just meaning like left wingers in general. Oh no, this guy always says everything's Trudeau's fault. Literally okay, okay. everything. Never mind then. Okay. Yeah. I would. Oh, what I would have done is been like you know. All this discussion about revamping the school day, obviously we need to work on literacy a bit more because Mr. Andres is a graduate of this system and can't read! <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and so then it got into a little bit of a... It wasn't a much of a spat, but then I got a couple people that... Uh, they had my back. They had my back. It was... Uh, it was a little weird. So what did I say to him? I said, honestly, this is such a divisive and low comment. You're incredibly uninformed. You couldn't even read a poster correctly. <laughs> <laughs> a small town that is slowly downsizing is making hard decisions. We're an NDP riding with a conservative lever. This is so predictably dim-witted. Everything <laughs> is the liberals. Do better and stop, stop slinging mud when the grown-ups are actually trying to do work. You comment only makes things worse. Not every, not everything is some magical political scam. And he says, and then his next comment is, "I have the right to free speech." <laughs> and then another woman tells him off because you're so inappropriate. Stop being rude. And he says, "If I'm stating my opinion is rude, then so be it." And then someone says, "Well, to be fair, the times were easy to see on the poster." And I said, yes, so the next log logical step is to blame the damn liberals. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. Or you could just find the poster on the, on the school website. And then, he, then another guy chimes in, I think there's a difference between opinion and a notion that the liberal government of Canada has subverted the information regarding the time and place of a local school board meeting. Oh, I like that guy. <laughs> oh, he so said, good. or maybe it was cropped off by Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I, I I haven't done that in six months since I went off on that old lady in Dauphin. <laughs> she's All right. she's still recovering. <laughs> she better watch her stupid mouth. She deleted her account. <laughs> I just I just want this guy to shut his stupid mouth. And I'm mm -hmm. I've, actually I've seen her spouting off a bit lately. So maybe I'll go smack her down one more time. Do it. That's all you got to do is you got to find one or two degenerates on the internet and make a real personal connection with them mm -hmm. and just take them down. It's more fun because you can really ruin them and make them not ever want to go on Facebook again. Um, and that's all you Never can ask for helps. at this point. You, mm -hmm. can't, you, can't you can't reason with a 70-year-old who's an idiot. And why do I even want it? Why do I want to convince a 70-year-old piece of crap moron that they're an idiot? They have like three years left to live. They're never going to change. They're garbage humans. I don't care about them. Let them die. Like, okay, good enough. Shut up. It's not, they're not even worth the energy. Unless you feel good by cutting them down. <laughs> <laughs> Old people exist Unless for the young people to roast online. Yes, yeah, that's all it is. To dunk on. <laughs> yeah, that's well, there is old people that aren't garbage. Yeah. I'd much rather know mm -hmm. them. But if you're garbage and you're old at that point, like, I mean, when you're old, you're supposed to make fun of yourself and not care about everything because you realize that you're mortal and everything's a freaking joke. But if you're still a piece of crap at like 75, like you're a lost cause, bud. Hurry up. Do us all a favor. <laughs> so that's how I feel about dumb old mm -hmm. people. Not all dumb old people are dumb.
speaking of old people, it's my favorite. Ooh. It's my favorite tradition. This will be the fourth time. But uh, I do believe some. Con- I know, like everyone listening, just hates this segment. But I take great satisfaction, great satisfaction. But Trevor, it's time to congratulate me and uh, maybe Brent on that recent Super Bowl. Okay, I gotta say something. Okay. Yeah, like He's the last put- three, you gotta swallow that pride. Okay. I'm gonna put something out here right now, and I want you to just shut up. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Straight up. Straight up. Can't even deny it anymore. He and, and you know what the most impressive thing was? Is that it was basically him this last game. Like he was awesome. He wasn't even like good. He was great. Like, he played great, and he's, like, 400 years old and just murdered. Murdered. He was. He had one bad pass, and it was a penalty, and he got this, the ball back, you know? But other than that, man, he... He looks like he's 20 years younger. Like, he looks young again. So maybe he's on the HGH, but I'm okay with that at this point. Once you hit 40, you should be able to take any drugs you want. But he's, he's, yeah, it's stupid. It's so stupid. I never, I, there's some games where I don't see a ton of skill out of him, but that game was just like a walk in the park mentally for him. He was just, he was playing chess and they were playing checkers and it was just, <laughs> he could win, like he could, he didn't even have to do much, but he did it well that game, but but it was, <laughs> just just beat them with his brain. <laughs> It was a great game. It looked it like they game. were so great yeah. game. Seemed like they were just so ready for it. Like like when Peyton Manning won his last Super Bowl, he rode his talent. Yeah. To the Super Bowl, he still had a good mental game, but Tom Brady wasn't like using them. He was like giving them the opportunities. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't a one way thing. It was like, okay, I'm gonna let you shine. Like, but I'm gonna set you up. Like it was like, it was like they were just. They were so dominant with the ball. Like, it was just yeah. fun. It was a party. It was, it was like a yeah. freaking party. It's sort of murderer's row. You know, you go through Breeze at the mm-hmm. Superdome. You go through Rodgers and Lambeau and then Mahomes. Like, that's and that's, that's, that's the that's final boss right there. That's as good as it gets, man. That's mm-hmm. as good as it gets. You beat Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes. Shut up. Breeze is good. Anybody Rogers that does is that better, is, like, the Mahomes best. Is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that does that is amazing. Yeah. surprised like team, oh it's, it's Montana's yeah. clone in his prime is the final boss you know kind of thing mm-hmm. like holy he, crap he did remind me a bit of Joe Montana in that last game yeah that team worked out so well though just like on Gronk's second touchdown the 30 or so yard one that showed his progression and it's like who's Tampa's classic receiver that's one my, my name's blanking on right now Evans Mike Mike Evans yeah it's like so Looked for Evans downfield, he was covered. Looked for Godwin across the middle, covered. Okay, Gronk started just reading that and getting to an open spot. And then there's also two running backs who can do anything. Antonio Brown hanging around. That's that team is crazy. You know, when, when Brown's mm-hmm. your third option, it almost seemed like they should have been better offensively. Like when when Brown is picking on your third best mm-hmm. quarterback, you know, like. <laughs> 
That's unfair. But Goblin is Goblin is good, man. <laughs> Goblin's he, only he, gonna he, get he, better. I know, but he'd be Goblin. on like their second cornerback. Yeah. You know? I don't know how good he's gonna be when he's. Oh, never mind. Evans was hurt a lot, and Goblin was still good. No, Goblin. Goblin could play. He's gonna get paid this year by someone. <laughs> but uh, they're good. I, I was, still don't. I think if you replayed that game ten times, I think Kansas City would win it nine probably. But their their offensive line is just too bad. There was well, only so many things. Andy so Reeves. some Canadian basically cost Mahomes the Super Bowl, <laughs> right? <laughs> Basically, some Canadian doctor who wouldn't play football. You see the uh, the woman whose father made the Lombardi Trophy. No, she's demanding an apology from Tom Brady for disrespecting the trophy by throwing it from boat to boat. Oh. Tell him, tell him it should be called the Tom Brady Trophy at this point, <laughs> and to kick rocks, he's dumb. He is insulting my father and all other silversmiths who work hard on these trophies. Yeah, it's good. like you know, there's a different one every year. Have you seen what they've done to the Stanley Cup? Like, yeah, who cares? This woman like, needs to just shut up. Like Marchand could, eating uh, cinnamon toast crunch out of, and people eating Fruit Loops out of it, and people eating buffalo wings and beer, and it's so. So Brent sent uh, a video around of a European TV show. There, Judas was involved. Some coins were involved there, uh, and it got me thinking. Judas is a baby's name. We don't hear that too much. <laughs> Hear me out. Well, gonna be one of my top. Yeah, yeah. That was gonna be one of my topics. The show this week, if we wanted to do full pop culture, because oh. I've just been at home in the cold. But at least we're talking. But yeah, Judas is kind of a burned out name. Yeah, sure. It means like you know betrayer. Like calling and your kid Hitler. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? Uh, but, you got to think of it this way: Jesus died for all our sins. You should know this, Trevor. You've been attending a lot of school. So if Judas hadn't betrayed him, then he'd just be a nice guy, you know, turned water into wine 2,000 years ago. That was the sacrifice Judas made. Judas? Maybe he knew it. Maybe he knew what he was doing. He was just playing a part, but still the name's done. But, you know, well, I just heard somebody talk for two hours about how God makes every decision for you, for everyone. So he knew what he was doing with Judas. Mm-hmm. Judas, uh, Judas, you know, Judas gave up a lot. <laughs> He's the last man named Judas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys hear the George Harrison Phil Collins story? Yeah, I did. Is it worth talking about? Is it, it's not a. It, it's not a. When is it? Is it something new in the news recently? Maybe he's a Reddit thing I learned or something. Okay, because I okay, okay. Uh, is it worth talking about, Carter? Because I don't think our average listener is going to have any clue what I'm talking about. Yeah, go for it. So Brent, you haven't heard this story? I don't think so. Okay, so I'll try and be quick. Carter, help me out, okay? Oh, I'll try. It's been a while. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. So, Phil Collins as a kid was like a pretty damn good drummer, right? Of course, he's probably he's responsible for one of the most famous. Yeah, but he was only like 18 ever. or 19 at the time. 
yeah, when this so, story's happening. He's well, still a young... He's a prog rock band, and he's yeah, a drummer of Genesis, yeah. He's still an up-and-comer, and he was doing studio session work. Uh, he was like a guy you would hire to play drums on albums. Or you could hire him to play specialized drums. Like, you might have your drummer, but you need percussion. What, what type call, of session worker is he? Uh, he, was a, he was a drummer, or a For, percussionist. Where? In any studio, I think, in the UK, he was playing. A what? What do you mean? A su su studio. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, just a little Phil Collins humor there. Yeah. Oh, Carter, that's so bad. Let's get to the story, Carter. <laughs> so so Phil Collins up. is a kid, and it's I believe it's George, George Harrison is making a record. And this is like, you know, in the... Late 70s, so it's kind of he's still George Harrison of the Beatles, he's a god, but he's he's onto his own independent George kind of stuff that's not super massive hits anymore. You know, it's just George mindset on you, kind of it could Georgie George music kind of world stuff. And they need a they need a, a percussion part for one song, so they hire Phil Collins, this 19 year old kid. And Phil Collins comes into the studio and he he puts down this like percussion hand drum thing pretty pretty intricate pretty crazy and uh he's all pumped because he got and george was pretty nice to him and they were they're nice fair like just talking to him and treated them like a human which is all you can ask for when you're hanging over the beatles that they acknowledge your existence and um then the album comes out and none none of the drums are on on this george Harrison album with phil Collins. like he was he took it kind of hard. He was like, that really sucks. And he was doing pretty good, and I think he was becoming pretty famous. So it wasn't the, a big deal, but it was kind of crappy, you know, because he was like, oh, I I thought I was going to be on a George Harrison album, whatever. Now I'm kind of becoming famous, big deal. And then Phil Collins ends up becoming Phil Collins, like massive star, Genesis, and himself. And he's just a huge deal, right? He's Phil Collins. And like 20 years later, they're at some kind of show and they're together. It was like the Grammys or something, you know, and they're backstage and, oh, hey, oh, hi, hi, Phil. How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And they kind of, he was like, do you know that I was like, a, and they never talked. They were never friends in those 20 years. But you obviously, if you're George Harrison, you know who Phil Collins is. If you're Phil Collins, you know who George Harrison is. So, hey, he says, you know, I was actually a, a kid. I came into the studio for this song. To play the drums and well you didn't put the drums in i'm not complaining it's cool to see you and i don't care it's funny now but why didn't you put the drums he's like i don't even honestly man i don't remember it at all that was probably the producer that had the final say in what the song sounded like i i don't even remember meeting you but like, i'm Spectre, sorry probably right i think yeah phil Spencer yeah. said no yeah Phil Spector said, no, I feel, I feel kind of bad. Like I feel bad that they got cut, but I honestly, if I'm being honest, I just didn't even care. It wasn't even that big a deal. Sorry. You know, it was just, we didn't use it. Well, and he goes, you know what? I got, I got the tapes of the recording so I can send her to you. You could hear what it'd be like playing with a Beatle, you know, you can listen to yourself playing in the song and, um, and he, I'm pretty sure that Phil Spector was the guy that said no, whatever. Um, and okay, I'll get you the tapes. 
oh, oh, cool. And you don't, you don't believe it's going to really happen because you're Phil Collins, whatever. Sure. But five or six days later, the tapes show up in a sealed tape master reel. He sends them the masters all packaged up and he plays it back and he finds his track on the tape and listens to his part and it's terrible. Like it's like a child. Like it'd be like a kindergarten kid trying to jam with Phil Collins. Like it's it's like not even like bad. It's not out of time or anything. It's just it's just terrible and it doesn't suit the song and it's totally inappropriate and it's barely in time and it's just trying too hard. It sounds like just it's just bad. Even Phil Collins is like, hey, this was act. I was pretty bad. You know, he's pretty and he's he's pretty bummed out about it because he's like, I'm Phil Collins and this was me when I was young and I was supposed to be good and he sucked. And now he understands why George Harrison cut him off the album or whatever. And the tape keeps rolling and then you could hear the guys talking in the studio and George Harrison starts making fun of the drummer <laughs> play, <laughs> and saying, this guy, this guy sucks, man. Like, make sure you cut the, you cut the drums out of this song because it's crap. And, and it's talking into the mic to the producer, right? But it's all there. And uh, then uh, Phil calls George. It's George, man, thanks for doing that. You know... Oh man, and he's like he's like really shook, like hurt. You know, it's um, I listened to him, and you're right, man. I was terrible. He's like, yeah, well, it, it happens, you know. And he goes, but you know, I heard the ending where you you were making fun of me, like saying how bad I was. <laughs> and George is like, I'm, oh, I'm so sorry, man. It felt called it's just crushed. Like speechless, <laughs> like, and then George Harrison bursts out, dying laughing, can't breathe, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I, after I saw you, hired a band and went into the studio <laughs> and recorded the worst drums we could ever imagine to the song." And then I made fun of the drums right after and sent those tapes to you <laughs> as the master cassettes. <laughs> so he was totally screwing with them, which is really funny. He's like, I don't have the masters, <laughs> I don't have them, but I made some fake ones so that I can mess with you. <laughs> he hired a bunch of guys and went into the studio and made a, a fake song with bad drumming to make fun of Bill Collins, which is. <laughs> That's such good commitment to a joke. That's so funny. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Oh, I just looked great. it up. I just looked it up and uh, shoot. Yeah, I, I see it's debunked now. It didn't actually happen. It happened. No, no. Thanks. <laughs> just kidding. It did. I wanted to say thanks for <laughs> time, time telling us a story. <laughs> Carter, that was pretty good. You almost had me. If you would have went with it for three more seconds, I would have been devastated. 